What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Milner. Today's episode, I have got a great number that you should be paying attention to. This is actually the number one predictor for fat loss success. I should really say body composition success. If you have a goal that relates to your physical appearance, your health and longevity, even your performance, there is a number that you should be paying attention to that you probably have not considered that will be the greatest predictor of whether you succeed or whether you struggle. Now, before I get into that, I actually have an amazing opportunity for everybody who is listening to the podcast, for all of the Mind Over Macros listeners out there, the rest of March is Podcast Appreciation Month. I want to do something for you. I want to give you an opportunity. It is only available for the rest of March. So if you listen to this episode later on, like April, May, or even like a year later, I apologize. You probably missed it. I guess I should clarify March of 2022, because inevitably somebody's going to listen next year. They'll be like, oh, sweet. Um, This is only available right now for the rest of March. So who is this for? This is for anybody that has been struggling with failed diets. This is for anybody who has a body composition goal, especially if you are currently thinking to yourself, it's getting warmer out. Summer is right around the corner. I would like to be my best. I would like to look my best and feel my best during that time when I'm going to be wearing less clothes. If you want to improve body composition, lose body fat, maybe build some muscle, look better, feel better, get yourself ready for summer. Or if you're in the mindset of why does nothing work for me? I'm putting in a lot of effort. I'm not seeing the results. I've been doing this for a while. I should be further along. If there's any ounce of frustration or struggle right now, this is for you because I've been there and I know those feelings and I don't like those feelings. And I don't want you to have to go through that. So for the rest of podcast appreciation month, here's what I'm doing for you. I'm giving everybody who listens to the show a free month of coaching. There are no strings attached. So before you start with all of the skepticism, this is just for podcast listeners, just for Mind Over Macros listeners, and is just for one month of free coaching with no strings attached. Now, there is a commitment that needs to be made, which I'm going to explain. Here's how this will work. First, you have to be a good fit for what we do. And to just quickly explain like who's a good fit. If you are somebody that has been frustrated with previous failed dieting attempts, if you are somebody that does have physical goals, whether you want to lose body fat, build muscle, you want to live longer, you want to feel better, you want to fit better into your clothes, you want to look better for summer, all of those are totally valid goals. Also, if you want to improve your relationship with food, if you want to stop self-sabotage, if you want to stop emotional or binge eating, things like that, you're also a good fit. Now, who is not a good fit? If you are somebody who wants results as fast as humanly possible and you're not willing to play the long game, 
if you're somebody who is not ready to commit to actual behavior modification, this is really important because I don't want somebody who comes in and they're like, I'm just going to overhaul everything all at once. We want individuals who are like, look, I want the lifestyle. I want to align my goals with the way that I live. And I want to continue to have a life while I pursue these goals. We're not here to make these grandiose, crazy changes all at once. And I say that because it's important. It might feel boring. It might feel slow. And that's okay. It will happen slower than anyone wants and faster than anyone can believe. And now this is totally just, this is an opportunity. I'm not here to convince you of anything. We will continue to create epic results for our clients. Like nobody else does what we do. Okay. We will also explain to you why nothing else has worked for you in the past, which can be really empowering. Sometimes it's just comforting to know that all of the shit that you tried in the past was not your fault. And once we give you the keys to the kingdom, you'll be able to do everything on your own. So, and, and the power behind that is through understanding your neurotype, how that works, basically priming your brain and then priming your body, and you'll achieve any result that you desire. So that's who it's for. That's who it's not for. So the first thing is you have to be a good fit. And the way that we're going to determine if you're a good fit is first, you're going to have to fill out an application. So the way that you do that is you go to neurotypetraining.com slash apply. Neurotypetraining.com slash apply. You will fill out the application on that page, and then it will prompt you to schedule a call. Those are the first two steps. Fill out the application on neurotypetraining.com slash apply. Book the call. The reason why that's so important is because number one, I need to see that you actually can follow through. The first step is often the most difficult. So this is a way to phase out people or weed out people who are not truly ready to commit. If you can't follow through, on filling out an application, booking a call, and actually showing up for the call, then you are not ready. You're not a good fit. So we can just eliminate those people right away. So you'll go to neurotypetraining.com slash apply. You'll fill out the application. You'll book the call. We'll have a quick conversation to make sure that it's a good fit. Now, you have to be okay with us telling you If we don't think you're a good fit for what we do, we will never say that in a way that's harsh or rude. We will be as kind as possible. And not only that, we'll point you in the right direction if we do feel like there's somebody or another program that is a better fit for you. So we're not just going to leave you hanging. So those are the the three things that you have to do. Neurotypetraining.com slash apply. Fill out the application book the call and show up for the call. If you book the call and you don't show up for the call and you don't mention that you can't show up for the call, in other words, you don't respond and you don't give us a heads up that you need to reschedule, then you will likely be banned from anything pop moving forward because please don't waste our time. 
Your time is important. Our time is important. And we are doing this. This is literally something that I just wanted to do for podcast listeners for the rest of this month. A free month of coaching with no strings attached is pretty badass. I think so. Anyway, like you're literally getting access to the best program in the entire world. And I'm saying that based off of track record, based off of testimonials, based off of results, based off of the community that, community that we have. Here's the other cool part about what we do. We guarantee everything. We don't take anyone's money unless we deliver results. So if you go through the month and you're like, man, that was incredible, which you will likely feel that way. And you're like, I want to keep going. Amazing. Then you have the opportunity to continue with the confidence of knowing that if you continue and you don't reach your goals, you don't pay anything. So there's a little bit of comfort there for those who are slightly risk averse. This is what I call asymmetry to the upside, asymmetrical risk to the upside, meaning the downside is zero. There's zero downside. You will learn a lot through the month. You'll probably make some progress. And even if you don't continue, no worries. If you do continue and you don't reach your goals, it doesn't matter because it didn't cost you anything. So there's zero downside. All of the asymmetrical upside, all of the the asymmetrical risk is to the upside. In other words, the possible upside is you achieve everything that you've ever desired and you know how to sustain it. You have the lifestyle, you have everything that you want. So there's one last condition that I'm going to mention. And this is where some of you are going to get a little bit butthurt and that's okay. I'll always keep it real with you. In order to participate in the free month, we will be asking for a small deposit, which at the end of the month will be returned to you. Or you will have the option to apply that small deposit towards coaching, which would be either a six-month program or a 12-month program. Now, if you decide to move on with coaching after the free month, Not only will we apply the deposit, we'll also give you the free month included, plus we will give you free training for life. So you will never have to pay for a training program ever again. It will all be neurotype based. You will have access to neurotype training for the rest of your life if you decide to move forward. And once again, if you don't achieve your goals in that scenario, you don't pay anything. So the reason for the deposit is very simple. Number one, again, it's going to weed out people that aren't a good fit. Because if somebody is going to question putting down a small deposit for a free month of coaching, they're probably not our person. The reason why this is so important is it gives you skin, it, it, it allows you to play with skin in the game. Okay. Alex Hermosi talks about this all the time. When you are investing, you are now emotionally invested. His belief is that anybody who signs up for a service or a coaching program, it should sting when they have to pull out their credit card. Like the price point should sting and it should make them feel a little bit uneasy and kind of squirm in their chair. 
because you are now so emotionally invested in getting the result that you desire. I love that concept. And we have actually seen through the results of our clients every single time that our rates have increased, our results have actually gotten better. Our success rate is now over 90%. We're not the cheapest. We're not the most expensive. I think that for what we do, it's a steal. Plus, we guarantee everything. So again, there's literally zero risk. Um, it, it's kind of, would kind of be a little bit foolish to say no to a risk-free offer like this where you can actually go through the process. See for yourself after a month, right? So you have zero risk in the first month. You get your deposit back if it's not what you expected. And then if you decide to continue, you have zero risk once again, because if you don't reach your goals, then you don't pay anything. Now, again, the, the deposit makes you emotionally invested. And when you're invested, you pay attention. People that pay, pay attention, even though you know that you'll be getting that money back if you want it, if you don't want to continue, it's still a psychological lever that we can pull. So that way you actually have an incentive to show up. And here's the other part of that. I care very much about the reputation of our program. We operate like, I'm telling you, there's, there's certain people who have come to us and then have gone to other programs and then they've come back and they were like, wow. I had no idea. Like sometimes it takes seeing what else is out there to realize how much we over deliver. Um, again, this is not to convince you of anything. I want you to make the decision that feels best for you. This is simply an opportunity to experience something that could change your life. If you're frustrated, if you're struggling, if you've been like, I really need to make a change, if there are goals that you have that have been eluding you and you're ready to finally achieve them, this is the opportunity. I'm not telling you what you should do. I'm telling you what is possible for you. And that's it. So you'll be able to have a little bit of skin in the game, but you also know that there's zero downside. There's zero risk. And from there, it's just simply being an adult and making the decision that you feel like is in your best interest. So. The way to take advantage of that is by simply going to neurotypetraining.com slash apply, filling out the application, booking the call, and showing up for the call. I think it's pretty fair. Um, I think it's an amazing opportunity. But again, this is for you to decide. This is for you to decide if it's something that you feel like could help you. If you've been listening to the show for a while and you happen to enjoy our philosophy. If you would love to understand why nothing else has worked for you, if you would like to set yourself up for long-term success and never have to struggle with nutrition, training, anything mindset or lifestyle related again, then I would advise that you take this seriously. That's all. All right, let's get into the good stuff. Let's talk about the number one number that will be the greatest predictor for your success. Now, some of you are data nerds like me, and you probably have spent time tracking various metrics. You Maybe you weigh yourself every day, which I think is a positive if you have a good relationship with the scale. 
if the scale does not impact your mood on such a dramatic level, then I think weighing every day is a good idea. There's actual research to back this up too, that when you track and you measure and you keep some kind of self-accountability with metrics like body weight, you're more likely to maintain a healthy body weight. Now, there's obviously exceptions to that because sometimes the scale can fuck with our emotional well-being. And at that point, it's causing more stress and it's doing more harm than good. But uh, and I think it's also important to remember, like you can change your relationship with the scale. And I think that that's another thing. We've had a lot of clients come to us and they're like, I will never step on the scale. We're like, okay, we're not going to ask you to. And then through working, you know, through our process and they feel that sense of freedom and they start to understand things on a deeper level. And they're like, you know what? It had nothing to do with the scale. It was all about the last program that I was doing and the restrictiveness and just feeling like I was a slave to the program. Well, now I feel very empowered. I feel free. So I don't, I'll step on the scale. And all of a sudden the relationship completely changes. It's happened a number of times. It's also important to note, like right now I'm in the middle of a cut. And as of this morning, I hit my lowest weight on the cut, but it was up. Like I had, I hit a low, then the scale went up and then it came back down and I hit another low. And that was over like a four day period. So it was like hit a low scale went up two days. It was still up and then came back down and then hit a low. So the fluctuations are going to happen if they bother you and they mess with your mindset, then it's probably not the best tool for you. But you probably track body weight. You've probably made, you know, maybe even tracked measurements. Uh, you've probably tracked your food. You've probably tracked calories. All of these single data points are useless by themselves. Okay. When we're dealing with complex systems and, and human metabolism is a complex system. One single number is completely irrelevant. Okay. Like if you just know body weight, that doesn't tell me anything. I don't care what, what body, like if you say 300 pounds, I can't make any assumptions about that because 300 pounds could be like an NFL defensive lineman where 300 pounds is where they should be. That person might have, you know, 200 and some pounds of muscle or lean mass, right? If you say to me 10,000 calories, that means nothing to me. 10,000 calories means nothing to me by itself. I listened to the Iron Cowboy give a presentation where he had to eat 10,000 calories a day or more just to sustain. And he still lost a ton of weight through his crazy, you know, whatever it was, 50 Ironmans in 50 days or 100 Ironmans in 100 days. What he was putting his body through. He needed to fuel in excess of 10,000 calories per day. And it was probably a deficit, right? So just saying calories in and of itself means nothing. When you are dealing with a complex system, ratios are more important than single data points. Always remember that. So when we look at the predictor of success, how do we know if you're going to be successful in your fat loss endeavor, in your muscle building endeavor, in your performance endeavor, whatever it may be? How do we know if you're going to be successful? Well, the first and most important ratio that I look at 
is calories to body weight ratio. Calories to body weight is one of the biggest predictors for long-term success. And the reason for that is simple because it tells me, number one, where are you metabolically? Now, that is not the only data point that gives us insight into your metabolism, but it's a pretty good one. It's a really strong indicator of, do you have a healthy, well-functioning metabolism or are you metabolically adapted? And is there some kind of repair that needs to be done? Now, once we have that number, of course, we want to peel back the layers and we want to understand why are you metabolically adapted? Why do we have to go through this repair period? So then we can look at things like your diet history, and then we can look at things like your stress levels and your lifestyle and your sleep quality, things like that, your food quality, right? But out of the gate, as a high level view of your metabolism, calories to body weight ratio. Because if I have a 120 pound person who's eating 1,200 calories per day, that's 10 times, 10 times body weight. Okay. That's pretty low. 10 times body weight is pretty low. Like if that person is eating 1200 per day and they need to eat that to maintain, we know that there's some work to do. We know that there's some work to do and you can look, this is, excuse me, this is all modifiable. Your calories to body weight ratio can be improved. It's not set in stone. It's not just like the num. It's not the hand you were dealt. It's the hand that you created through all of the decisions that you made up until this point in your life. Okay, so we have to understand that. So if I have a 120 pound person who is eating 1,200 calories, that 10 times body weight is a pretty low number. I would like to get that person up to maybe 15 times, even if they're 14 times. Like those are dramatic improvements. So if you were to tell me, right, here's why the ratios are so important. Because if you were to say, okay, here's your avatar, 120-pound person eating 1,200 calories. And then you were to say to me, over the, over the next two months, that 120-pound person stayed the same weight, but now they're eating 1,600 calories, that's a huge win. Now, if we were to only look at body weight, that person would probably be, probably be frustrated because weight stayed the same. Oh, I'm, you know, it's been two months and I'm still 120 pounds. Let's say this person wanted to lose some body fat, right? I can't believe it's been two months and my weight hasn't changed. But guess what? We improved your calories to body weight ratio. And the reason why that's so powerful it's because it increases optionality. And what that means is it gives you more paths to success. The more paths that we have to get to where we want to be, the better the odds of success. Like, think about it. If I were to say, like, okay, you're here and you're trying to reach a destination, wherever that destination is. Let's just say um, right now you're in Philadelphia, like me. You're outside of Philadelphia right now, like me. And you want to get to California and you pull up Waze or Google Maps or whatever you use. And they tell you there's only one path. There is no other direction that you can go except for this one path. That's it, right? 
well, what happens when you start following that path and then there's a road closure, there's an accident, there's construction, that path is blocked. What do you do? That's the only path. You're fucked. That's the outcome. So many times we create this scenario in our fitness, nutrition, in pursuit of our health goals. We create a scenario where there's only one path. By the way, quote unquote, experts have been preaching this for the longest time. Eat less, move more. That's their only, that's the only hand that they play. You go to the doctor, you step on the scale. They're like, hey, you're overweight. And you're like, great, thanks. I haven't heard that one before. And like, well, what should I do? Like, well, you should eat less and you should probably exercise more. They're literally sending you down that one path. And what happens when that doesn't work? Because let's be honest, we have a lot of evidence to suggest that that hasn't worked. Every single person listening to this show right now has played that hand before. Without a doubt, I can promise you 100% of every single person listening to this show right this minute has tried the eat less, move more path. Then why isn't everybody listening where they want to be? Because it's really ineffective as a long-term strategy. Short-term intervention, fine. Long-term, miserable. It doesn't work. We know that. So it's the equivalent of plugging in a destination and being like, this is the only path. Now, we know that when you plug in a destination into Waze or Google Maps, they tell you a bunch of different directions that you can go. And they're like, well, this one, there are no tolls. And this one is a little bit longer. And this one is whatever. Like, They'll show you all the different paths. And then they'll say like, this one looks to be the most efficient. Let's go down that path. And what happens is if that path stops working, you have options. That's called optionality. When you're the person who's eating 1,200 calories a day just to maintain, and you're at that 10x multiplier, you don't have optionality, especially if you're training a lot, if you're really active. If you're that person who's training six, seven days a week and you're eating 1,200 calories, you have zero options. Well, you have one. You can reverse that, right? That's your only path. Because we know that if you, you, you can't add exercise, I mean, you can, but it's not going to do anything for you. You can't take away more calories. It's just going to add more stress on your system. So you've basically reduced all optionality. Okay, so the ratio is what matters. It's like if you were to, like, let's say you wanted to climb a mountain and you wanted to gauge your, how much you improved through like climbing this mountain. Okay. It's your first time. And you're like, man, I really want to climb this mountain, but I want to get really good at climbing this mountain. Okay. So the first thing that we might measure is the distance from the bottom to the top. Let's just say it's a mile. Okay. That's just one data point. A mile means nothing. The, like I said, in a complex system, one single data point means absolutely nothing. Okay. So now you're looking at climbing the mountain. Let's say your first time you get like a quarter of the way up, then you try again and you get a third of the way up and try again and you get halfway up and eventually you scale the mountain. Okay. So now you've covered a mile, right? How do you know that you're getting better? Because let's say the second time, well, now you've gotten 
to the top of the mountain in one shot. So now the next time that you do it, you get up there in one shot again. Well, you also, you just covered a mile. So how do we know if you improved, right? A mile to a mile. It's the same data point. Oh, maybe we can start to measure time. How quickly did you get up the mountain? Now you can start to measure something like time to distance, right? Now we have a ratio. Did you get up faster? Okay, so now you maybe it took you an hour to scale the mountain. And then the next time you did it, it took you 55 minutes. Well, that would be an improvement, right? You scaled the mountain quicker. Then the next time it took you 45 minutes. And the next time it took you 40 minutes, right? Now you are improving on the time to distance ratio. That's improvement. But what happens when you get to the point where you can no longer scale the mountain any quicker? Because ultimately, as adaptation works, as it continues, right? You're going to get to a point where you can no longer scale any faster. You're going to reach that point of, you know, but, you know, like even running a mile, right? You're going to reach your max. You're going to reach, reach your, the top end of your potential. So let's say you get there, you scaled the mountain and let's say 30 minutes is your best time. You can no longer get faster than that. Well, is there any other way that we could measure improvement? What about your heart rate? What if scaling the mountain in 30 minutes left, you know, your heart rate originally was like 250 beats per minute. And then it went down to 220 and then it went down to 200 and then it went down to 170. Well, that would also be an indicator that your fitness and cardio capacity has improved. Now we have three numbers that we can use as kind of a ratio to indicate success. This is how real progress is measured. If you want to know, like, how do we do this? How do we use this in real life? Okay, so you have your, your body weight is one number that you can use. Then you have your calories. So now we have calories to body weight ratio. Then we have exercise, right? Because that's another lever that we can pull. If you're exercising two to three days per week, that still gives you some pretty solid optionality. Why? Because you can go up to four days a week. When you're exercising seven days a week, you've kind of removed that, that lever, right? You can't go anywhere from there except for less which is probably what you should be doing in that scenario. We also have other things that are important to you. And here's, here's the key. Knowing what you actually want, knowing what's important to you. Because in the mountain example, you might not care about improving your beats per minute, your heart rate as you're scaling the mountain. That might not be important to you. As you're trying to achieve your physical goals, what's important to you? Maybe it's your social life or flexibility or eliminating food guilt. Okay, so now we have another metric, your food guilt. Are we experiencing that more frequently or less frequently? Okay, so imagine this. You went from 120 pounds eating 1,200 calories, and now you go to, in let's say 90 days, 120 pounds you're eating 1,800 calories, you're exercising four days a week, and you're feeling less guilty around food. Think about how much more progress that is when you know what you're tracking, when you know what's important to you, 
versus just looking at it as the scale didn't move. Oh, it's been three months. The scale didn't move. I'm so frustrated. But wait a minute. We increased your calories to body weight ratio. We're at a very sustainable level of exercise. And the thing that was most important, which was reducing food guilt, has gotten better. Your optionality has gone up considerably. Meaning, if you want to start making progress, we have a lot of different paths that we can go. We're not stuck on one direction. We can go in so many different directions there. We have many levers to pull. Oh, should we increase movement? Should we increase exercise? Should we reduce calories a little bit? Right? All of a sudden, we have plenty of hand, like cards to play. Most people play their best hand right out of the gate. Eat less, move more. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do everything all at once. I'm going to get 15,000 steps. I'm going to train six days a week, and I'm going to cut my calories to 1,200. Great. Now you have zero real estate to work with. You've just removed all optionality. You have placed yourself into a position where there is nowhere to go. And I can tell you that there's a lot of you right now who are listening to this, who are nodding your head because you've done this before. This is not new. This is what most people do. This is what most programs set you up to do. That's the fucked up part about it. Most programs set you up to slash calories, increase your training, increase your movement all at once. And they just play the best hand that they've got, which is a very short-term hand anyway. They're like, here, go do this. And then you hit a plateau and you get frustrated. Where do they go from there? I'll just eat 900 calories, train seven days a week, maybe add two a days, maybe get your steps to 30,000. No, that's not okay. That's going to make things more challenging in the long term. We have to understand what's important to you. We have to understand the ratios that we're working with. The number one predictor for your long-term success is calories to body weight ratio. It's one of the best starting points, I should say. And it gives us a lot of insight into where you're at with your metabolism. This is how complex systems work. If, you ha- if you're a business owner and you just look at revenue, that's completely irrelevant. Why don't you look at revenue? effort and time, right? Like if you were to like, let's say your business is making $10,000 a month, just as an example. And then after 90 days, you were still making $10,000 a month, but you were working half the amount of time. That's a win. You got half of your time back and your revenue stayed the same. This is the equivalent of what I'm talking about with calories to body weight. This is Looking at one number in isolation with a complex system is, is foolish. It doesn't do anything for you. So if you're running a business, why don't you look at your revenue, how much money you're making, look at time and effort, look at risk, like how much risk are you taking, and look at optionality. Do you have somewhere to go? Do you, are you leaving yourself in a position where there are many different paths that you can take to get to where you want to be? And you're just simply choosing the most efficient one. But if you get new information that comes up that says, you know what, this path is no longer efficient. There was a road closure, there was construction, there was a traffic jam. Oh, but I have optionality. So I'm going to go this other path now that's more efficient. Hopefully that makes sense. It's the same concept. 
It, it's every single complex system works the same way. You can literally copy and paste this into any industry. It's all the same thing. We have to understand what metrics are important, the ratios. It's not a matter of looking at a single data point. You have to know what's important to you. Lack of food guilt, like lowering food guilt might be really important to some people. Others might not struggle with that. Some people might struggle with eating well while traveling. Like Then we can use that as a metric. Are you able to learn how to still eat quality foods on the road? Are we getting better there? Some people might really care about their social life. I need to learn how to be a casual drinker and how to incorporate alcohol and still have fun in my life while pursuing my goals. Well, now we have another metric that's important to you, right? You have to stay in your lane and understand what matters to you. It's so easy to get caught up in like this standard where you look online, you look on social media and you see somebody who looks the part and you're like, damn, I really want to look like them. But their values and what they want might be totally different than what you want. And they likely are. Following their plan might be diametrically opposed to your core beliefs and what you truly desire. What if that person has like decided that they're never going to drink again? They're never going to eat carbs again. They're working out seven days a week. They're eating a thousand calories a day. They're, they have no balance. They have no social life. Are you going to sign up for that? I mean, maybe, but you have no idea. Right? We only see the surface level. You have no idea what's, what's below the surface. So you have to stay in your lane. Keep blinders on. Play your game. You have to play your game. You have to know what's important to you. That's when we can truly measure progress. And then what happens is when we improve those things, the physical stuff is so easy. Like If we just assess the things that matter to you and we improve your metabolism, we improve calories to body weight ratio. We improve like we're not exercising seven days a week. We have things in place that set you up for long-term success. The physical changes are so fucking easy. I'm trying to explain this as best I can. I hope it makes sense. But once you get there, you will see it's the most empowering and, and freeing feeling in the world to know that the path to where you want to be it's right there in front of you. And there's multiple paths. It's not just one. It's not like, oh shit, this didn't work. Let me just say, fuck it. Why bother? Like, no, that didn't work for you based off of evidence. And now we have this other path that we can try, which is totally fine. Like, sure. We hit a, we hit a roadblock. We hit a closure. We hit a traffic jam. Great. That's life. So now we're going to take this other path that is now more efficient. That's how this works. It's really not complicated. It's difficult to wrap your mind around it because it's so different than anything that you've ever been told. I'm not here to just co-sign the eat less, move more nonsense when I know from personal experience, from doing a lot of research and from working with thousands of people at this point, I know that that doesn't work. I would be the biggest asshole in the world if I sat there and was like, all you got to do is eat less and move more, just hit that calorie deficit. Like, no, people that say that don't know how human behavior works. They don't know human psychology. They don't know behavior change. Like they don't know anything about how this works. 
they know thermodynamics. They know calories in versus calories out. That's it. It's short-sighted at best, and it's dangerous at worst. So I hope that makes sense. Yes, we think differently around here. We do things differently around here. That's okay. I'm cool with being the black sheep of the nutrition space. That's fine. I'm cool with that. But look, we've got the track record to show it. You know, we, we, our clients are successful day in and day out. We change everything about the way that they perceive this whole process. It's, it's freedom. Like it's actual freedom. You go from feeling completely confined and constricted to being empowered and free. The difficult part is actually changing that perspective is not falling back into the old way of thinking because that's the tendency because you've been thinking that way for so long. So there's actual neural connections that make you think that way. You just fall back into that pattern. The challenging part is rewiring those thoughts. That's the challenge. It's not actually doing the thing. It's thinking differently about it and not falling back into those old thought patterns. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, so yeah, if you want if you want to experience this for yourself, of course, you can take advantage of the free month offer for the rest of this month. Podcast Appreciation Month, I'm calling it for the rest of March. You can go to neurotypetraining.com slash apply. You have to fill out the application. You have to schedule your call. You have to show up for the call. You have to be a good fit for what we do. We will be interviewing you just like you should be interviewing us, of course. And you have to put down a deposit because you need to have skin in the game. You have to be emotionally invested. And then you go through the month. If you don't want to continue, we release the funds back to you. And you've learned a lot. You've gained a lot. And then you can carry on with what you're currently doing. Always a choice. Always options. Just an opportunity for you. Hopefully this helps. And I will talk to you guys very soon.